0: I never really expected it would be a career for me and then it wasn't when it was a career for me and I never really expected it, it could be a career for anybody to consider like actively that this is something yeah. that I want to do um and um my, mo- like, my mom's a primary school teacher and I remember hearing from her that like a lot of the kids you know they want to be vloggers when they grow up and hearing oh. that I was just like oh god that is um that is awful and also I <laughs> have I've played played a role in in this. Um, <laughs> you like, paved the yeah, way for it, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, it's um, yeah. It's I mean, it's incredibly strange. I mean, I think um, YouTube. You could make money from making YouTube videos if that works out for you. That's great. But have have a have a backup plan. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> not that I can really go to primary school kids now and be like, you want to be a YouTuber? Okay, If you need to have your exit strategy. <laughs> you know, um, but that's kind of how I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all strategize,
1: strategize, strategize Guys, I try to tell the kids all the time, honestly <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to that So when you went into the primary school be like, Emily, enough of that fucking jump cut shit We need to get into feeds, <laughs> do you know what I mean? God, yeah, let's really, really think deeper here What's going to translate into Instagram? <laughs> Hello and welcome back to another episode of Finterviews I'm your host, Connor Finn And this is a show where I sit down for a chat With the most interesting people that I know. Now, this week, I was delighted to be joined by the fabulous Charlie McDonald. If you're not familiar with Charlie, you might recognise him better from his YouTube days as Charlie is So Cool Like, which was the first YouTube channel to reach 1 million subscribers in the UK, which was actually a pretty big deal back in the day. Since then, of course, he's written books, presented across multiple channels, made multiple albums and short films, moved to Toronto and even made his own brand of tea for God's sake. Uh, This interview was honestly such a pleasure to host and it was just fascinating to sit down and pick the brains of someone who myself and I know many others grew up watching and enjoying online. So it all felt strangely nostalgic to say the least but Charlie was such a lovely open guest and I just really enjoyed having chats with him. So without further ado... Please enjoy this latest episode of interviews with the wonderful Charlie McDonald. Well, welcome back to another episode of interviews on the show. This week, I am genuinely delighted to welcome on Charlie McDonald. How's it going, Charlie? Hello. Uh, yeah, it's going good.
0: How How are you? <laughs>
1: I'm not too bad. I feel like I have seen like a a wave of like hesitation go over you. Like I, I I just want to make sure this is Charlie. Yeah, or maybe it's just my accent. I get that a lot do you know i mean i'm from north you know in ireland yeah maybe, maybe that's just a language barrier i'm not sure
0: uh i don't i don't know i, I hardly even know what you're saying right now
1: <laughs> perfect well that means that i can get away with anything uh we're just studying um no uh jenny thank you for coming on to the podcast we're just having a little catch-up uh about uh all things like audio related and uh, streaming things, so we're really chanced our arm here uh, getting this recording done because you're currently in Toronto at the moment, aren't you?
0: Yes. No, I've, um, I've been in Toronto for, I, th- I think, four years now. Um, so yeah, we've, we've got the long distance thing going, but yeah. it, it seems fine. I've got my, my fancy mic set up just for you, so <laughs> um, I'm you. doing my best. <laughs> Appreciate it. Honestly, one not take anything less. I'll t- I tell
1: you, log right off. Getting shit done. Um, no, <laughs> Jenny, uh, I appreciate it. Like, anybody that even comes on the show. But f- I suppose, Charlie, first and foremost, for the people that, you know, are maybe listening, I love that, this. I, I get to say this. For people that maybe, like, discover you from finding me, like, tell us maybe a little bit about yourself, where you're from, like, your background, what you're known for, who is Charlie McDonald? Because I'm not going to do the mistake that I've done in past interviews and try to tell people what what they are, what they do, because it just never comes off flattering at all. They're just like, no, you're completely wrong, Connor.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I've had such like a a varied quote-unquote career that I'm always interested to hear when people try and figure out how to describe (laughs) who I am. So I'm sort of tempted to just say, give it a go. I mean, I remember when I was, uh, I did like a panel this was like um, maybe five years ago where I had just done like one stint hosting on Radio 1. Hmm. I'm not answering your question right now. I will answer your question. <laughs> but um, uh, I'd done one stint hosting on Radio 1 and then uh, I'd spent, what, like uh, 10-ish years doing the thing that i am known for which is being a youtube creator and i remember being on that panel and being introduced as radio one presenter and YouTuber charlie mcdonald and i was like <laughs> <laughs> okay okay uh is
1: is that what i put on my cv my business cards now i'm not sure
0: (laughs) well it was one of those things where i was like okay yeah radio one presenter sounds very very cool and interesting and um but it's not it's not that i that's a thing i did once for fun to see how it would go it's not the thing that i've i've built a career out of um yeah my background is mostly in making youtube videos it's not something i really do anymore but that's probably the thing i'm I'm best known for as Mm. uh, as being Charlie is so cool, like, that was something I started when I was 16. I did for a long time. Um, these days, uh, I'm more focused on uh, screenwriting, filmmaking, uh, and I've also got gotten very into Twitch streaming. That's uh, that's been a my twenty twenty thing that's gotten me through the pandemic is, like, um, it, I, it, Twitch became a big thing I think for many creators who were suddenly just like I don't know, there was a lot of hype around it, uh, and I got into it and have been thoroughly enjoying doing that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, thank God I let you take the reins for that one because all I have, <laughs> like, when I was trying to send you some questions beforehand, I was like, usually I, you know, will be chatting people. They'll be, you know, strictly presenters or they'll be, you know, maybe a different mix of things. And I was just like, I, I mean, what I tell this guy, like, I like, I, 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 kind of just put it under that umbrella of like content creation, even though it's kind of like, can you still put like filmmaking or like script writing? Like, I mean, you're an author as well. Like, do you know what I mean? Can you like... Like, does that still come under content creation? Or does that, like, give off that little bit of, like, a, oh, content creator? Like, the same way as, like, people like,
0: I'm an influencer, you know, hashtag, like... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I definitely do not like being called an influencer. That's something that always <laughs> makes me feel very uncomfortable. Um, so I sometimes say content creator. Other times I might say just, like, I'm a very online person. Um <laughs> who <laughs> has done some real world media stuff too. Um, but, uh, you know, when I'm introducing myself to new people these days, I'll say screenwriter because that, oh, I don't yeah. know. It's, I mean, it's just fun to be able to not say YouTuber anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I get you. It's kind of like when people ask, like, what do you do with your spare time? I mean, I can not say, it, you know, uh, I chat with people on the internet in my bedroom. Um, but that doesn't have the same ring to it as like, I'm just a digital creator. Do you know what I mean? I'm just like <laughs> in with the trends. yeah. Um, and then they even like roll their eyes even further back in their head anyways. Yeah, still trying to get to like, you know, what are those like proper titles were. But maybe you don't like have to cringe every time you have to like announce it to the world. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, kind of, as you said there, like, you've kind of spanned over like your background is so eclectic from starting off what was you know the OG fucking YouTube days like one of the ones one of the guys that I would would have like I remember watching you growing up which not to make you feel old but like that literally that's that's what I remember I mean even right now like I feel like we are probably we look like the same age like but um (laughs) it's weird for me to be like I, I, I was watching your videos, whatever, like, whatever age you were making them, whatever age I was viewing them, like...
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I started when I was very young, so... that it does make sense. I mean, it is it does make you feel old. I have had that before. I mean, I'm also kind of used to... I'm also... I'm kind of beyond the point now of, of um, being offended when people say, I used to watch your videos when I was a kid. <laughs> um, it, uh, there was definitely that transitional period where I was meeting people who were saying I, I love your videos and then it suddenly was like I loved your videos when I was young like, <laughs> I had to I had to get over that get over yeah. that hump for sure um, but um it, it I don't know that's something I can't really get my head around is like being a part of people's childhoods which it seems to be I mean it feels weird to say that but that's what people have said to me so <laughs> I yeah know. yeah you're like allowed to say, I can't say it <laughs> yeah
1: exactly but it was like First and foremost, like, um, we'll start back at the start anyways. Like, um, when did you kind of first get into this whole world of, as I said, content creation? You're kind of talking about YouTube. Like, and I know, like, I was trying to, like, do a little bit of research and stuff like this. So I wasn't going to get you to answer the same questions, but it's, it's hard to <laughs> kind of dodge these, like, initial kind of ones. Like, tell us when do you first get into this whole, like, world essentially of creating Whatever it is, you know, whether it was, you know, make your films, making, you know, YouTube videos, making music. Uh, Was it something that you'd always gravitated towards and like kind of have this passion for? Or did you potentially
0: ever have another path in mind? I don't know. I mean, kind of pre getting into YouTube, I was interested in kind of uh, art and graphic design. And I also did a lot of kind of theater stuff, too. I was probably kind of like the shyest theater kid. Um, But I I was part of like youth theaters and stuff like that. And Mm. did lots of like acting classes and lessons. So that's kind of the stuff I was into. And then, um, yeah, I discovered YouTube when I was about 16. And I think that's kind of when I realized I was really interested in um, kind of self-driven stuff, I I guess. Mm. Kind of not just kind of like following, um, following someone else's script. I wanted to be like seeing if I could write, write my own stuff. Um, and, and um, I, I, actually started the YouTube channel originally not to be a, a video blogger, but because I, I wanted a place to upload a, a short film that I was working on, which never got made, never got finished. Um, and <laughs> spoiler alert. would have yeah. been terrible. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I really hope the footage for that film um, has been long since demolished because would, that, would that would be the most embarrassing thing to. Well, to Charlie, find. Uh, you'll be glad to know that
1: on this podcast, <laughs> imagine that's what I do. <laughs> I just like drag up people's like you know skeletons out of the closet. Like, oh, you just a podcast, so nobody will <laughs> actually have to see it.
0: <laughs> just log off immediately, like, Connor. Connor, yeah, you'll be hearing from my agent. Uh, <laughs> um. But yeah, I was was just um, watching video bloggers and seeing, I mean, this is very early YouTube, 2007 era, where YouTube was not very fancy, like nobody had kind of like fancy lighting or or DSLRs and um, it was much less professional. Like uh, you know, everybody was shooting with m- terrible webcams and um editing in you know, Windows Movie Maker. And it was like very easy to look at YouTube back then and be like, Yeah, I could I could easily do this. In fact, I yeah. could probably be better than most people on this website by <laughs> just putting slightly more effort. Um because the, the yeah, the bar to entry was was much lower. So that's kind of when I got into that. And then uh I, I mean I just did it for fun, right, as a teenager, just wanting to kind of like mess around um on the internet, and then um, s- slowly, gradually, it became my career, and that was that was <laughs> weird and surprising. Yeah, like I suppose as well. Like,
1: like growing up, like obviously, um, like it is. You know, you're doing like acting, or you know, you're doing like theater things, and you're doing like you know arts things in the ba- like in the background. Like, how does this transition from like <laughs> this is like? There's some videos I put up on the internet to being like, oh, this is like something like that I'm going to follow into like full time. Like, I suppose it's, that's why I'm always interested in the kind of turnover between like a hobby into like, Oh, this can probably kind of support me a little bit. Like, I suppose mm-hmm. from like so many other people, do you know what I mean? It's that like strict, strict kind of, well, it's definitely changed nowadays. It's like, but it was that like strict, you know, you're growing up, school, like from school, you get your GCSEs, A-level, uni, it's like that strict path that they're like, this is what you need to do. And if you diverge from it, everybody's got to be like, oh, well, <laughs> interesting. Like, like mm-hmm, for you, yes. you know, in particular, as you said, back in like the re- really, like quite early days of YouTube, like, um, was that like something that like was kind of unheard of, I suppose, or like, I, I don't know, like how, how,
0: how was, people's reactions were like like did you go off and study for a bit or well i remember my my granddad was especially interested in me following that that strict and expected path mm. um, and was always you know we're going to save money so that you can you can you know spend it on university tu- tuition fees um and such <laughs> student are uh, remember... for come on jesus <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, uh so i yeah i was very much There was a point where I really had to kind of... That was the big kind of justification that I had to make was to my granddad. Like, can it... That's a real challenge. Like, the (laughs) world generally doesn't understand, like, what YouTube is. And, like, I think, like, around 2010... ish 2009 maybe that's when it started to become something of a, of a job of a career for me so that was the point where i had to try and like explain to my granddad who had no idea what was going on with youtube and was not interested in you know figuring out how the computer works necessarily um can i explain to him that this is going to be the thing i, I do and i'm not going to go to university because i want to do this thing instead um <laughs> fortunately it did work i remember i showed him one of my videos which was called do you with myself which was mm. it was like a, a split screen uh, song where i was like yeah singing a song with myself about self-loathing and self-love um a mix of both things um i showed it to him and he was like yeah I this is great you could be a comedian <laughs> is what you said you could be a comedian um and you know uh that was the point where I was like, okay, now I now I've convinced my granddad. I'm sure I can convince anyone. This That's is, all you need um, is you um, like, is where like they show pass. him, yeah, show him one video, and he's like, sweet, yeah, you've got it. Whatever. <laughs> oh, I was very Go surprised it. that it worked out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it was it was partly sudden, partly gradual. There was one point I'd been making YouTube videos for about a month where YouTube used to do a thing where they would pick videos like actual people at youtube would pick videos and put them on the front page to feature Mm. them um and um that was kind of the the ticket to success back in 2007 youtube like can you get a featured video so i um i made a video making fun of all of the videos that youtube would feature and then they featured that one um (laughs) so that's kind of where i got my initial influx of viewers and then um uh then this was also like a period where nobody was making any money from youtube like that wasn't even a thing that was possible um so once they rolled out the the partner program mm. way back when then i was making just like just enough money that it felt like um almost like having a summer job i guess yeah. um, until gradually that just kept on building and building until i realized i could be i could be paying my mom rent or i could just be you know renting an apartment somewhere else based off of <laughs> my youtube income this is this is um this is yeah wild and weird and um it's yeah it was it's very odd i think when the thing you you really aren't just doing for fun yeah becomes your job because i mean it sounds like a perfect situation but hmm. you have to start thinking about your hobby very differently when it is suddenly <laughs> um what pays your rent and yeah uh, all of that stuff <laughs> um so yeah that's that's kind of where it where it began i guess
1: yeah yeah i suppose that's like that, well like i mean neither like does it not kind of seem like strange like even we're kind of talking your that uh, you know this to one of the um one of the Past guests I had on was like he originally started off kind of YouTube like an Irish YouTuber Stephen Byrne, but he was mm-hmm. saying that like <laughs> he's kind of like braved at like the current climate and like the current generation that are going up through like the education system because he was like when I was doing YouTube as one of the first ones and like I would have got slagged the shit out of it at school like it was so <laughs> annoying and like now there's ones that are like you know for Christmas to ask for ring lights and like you know proper like little video kits because like what they see as a career is generally being like a creator make things youtube or you know make vlogs whatever else like is it it's 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 mad how like in that short period of time even like for myself i wouldn't even been like anybody that i know you know jerry like it'd be like oh you do youtube or whatever like this should be like okay fun um like do you know what i mean it like it does not kind of like feel strange to look back at it now and be like yeah this was the thing that you were one of the first kind of ones like especially like the uk atmosphere as well to like go into it like being like okay i i think this is like an actual progression could be here but now now it's almost just like normalized yeah I mean
0: I never I never really expected it would be a career for me and then it wasn't when it was a career for me I never really expected it, it could be a career for anybody to consider <laughs> like actively that this is something yeah. that I want to do um, and um, my mo- like my mum's a primary school teacher and I remember hearing from her that like a lot of the kids you know they want to be vloggers when they grow up and hearing oh. that I was just like oh god that is um, that is awful and also I have <laughs> I've paid, played a role in in this. You have the away yeah. for it, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's um, yeah. It's. I mean, it's incredibly strange. I mean, I think um, one of the things that I think about the most when I hear about people having aspirations to be YouTubers is. Um, they don't, they don't know that it actually kind of really isn't still a proper job. I mean, I know that lots of people, you know, have made careers out of YouTube Mm -hmm. but I, I would be very hesitant to tell anybody to just do YouTube, um, as somebody who has done it for what, like 12 years and had had a career and ultimately gotten out of it, um, I I I wouldn't I don't I don't trust it still <laughs> as like a viable career path, um or or to be the the only thing that you do I feel like yeah you could do YouTube you could make money from making YouTube videos if that works out for you that's great but have have um have a backup plan <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> not that I can really go to primary school kids now and be like you want to be a YouTuber okay if you need to have your exit strategy <laughs> you know um, but that's kind of how I think about it. <laughs> It's all strategize, strategize,
1: strategize Guys, I try to tell the kids all the time Honestly (laughs) (laughs) I'd love that When you went into the primary school be like Emily, enough of that fucking jump cut shit We need to get into (laughs) feeds." Do you know what I mean? God, yeah Let's really really think deeper here What's going to translate into Instagram? Fuck's (laughs) sake That sounds way too intense But I bet there are people that are definitely doing that (laughs) But I suppose like As well, from this like, you know Whole kind of world that like You, you know grew up and, like, and uh, have on more words from, more words? Forward from. Um, Mm. Like, I suppose, what was the kind of, like, inspiration behind, like, your content from then? And then even till now, like, as you said, like, screenwriter, like, I mean, you've made, like, your own films. You've made your own book. Like, is there particularly anyone or anything, maybe this big, bit, bit too big of a question, but, like, anything that's, like, influenced you in any of your kind of creative outlets? I don't
0: know. I mean, there were definitely key, uh, like, video bloggers way back when mm. that I was, that would directly influenced me deciding to do it. Um, not that I feel like I could say anyone's name and you would have any recognition because it's very, very early. Try me. Early. Go on. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the, remember the wine cone? Know them well. Yep. Chatted yeah?
1: last week. Yeah. Yep charlie um, i don't know why you don't you don't think i am
0: been the hill 88 oh hill 88?
1: my god oh yeah and then there's hilly nine yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> none of these <laughs> 23, None of these. oh god no for you. absolutely none of these uh like I, I i would usually think that i'm like yeah i like would have watched so many things but like no, none of that. Little clicks with me. <laughs> like, yeah, my, I mean, my earliest memories, like Smosh, kind of like they would be like one of the big ones. I remember, like at the start, like yes, yeah, yeah I suppose straight. That was yeah.
0: when I was when I was starting. Smosh was the the most subscribed YouTube channel in the oh. world, and I think that they had a million subscribers. Um, <laughs> if you think about it now? Oh. um it's um it's it's i mean like you know every 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 popular seeming youtuber has at least 5 million so for yeah. the the most popular youtuber on their on the platform um to have just a billion that that kind of puts that into into context a little bit <laughs> um so yeah there was, there were those specific people that were inspiring to me and then and then there was kind of like the uh i i can't remember the specific um years but there was definitely a point in my youtube career where i was like okay i i am thinking about exit strategy now <laughs> i'm thinking about how can i use youtube to um to launch kind of like a a, a next step in in my career mm. um use it as a place to kind of like hone some skills um so i was thinking much more about filmmaking um and if that was something that i could well, it it seemed like a logical step because like you know after many years of doing youtube being on camera, figuring out how to film stuff, um, Makes sense. how to how to write the videos, <laughs> like being able to edit, like there's 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 a base there that you can you can build on top of to see. Maybe, maybe I could learn some filmmaking stuff too. Hmm. Um, I remember one of the key influences to me when I first became interested in doing filmmaking was um, the filmmaker Edgar Wright. Oh um, yeah, yeah, Hot Fuzz, yeah, all those. Yeah, <laughs> Hot Fuzz, uh, Shaun of the Dead, um, later Granado trilogy, isn't that? <laughs> yeah, the Cornetta trilogy and the Scott Pilgrim Baby Driver. Oh. Um he um he's from I want to say Wells. I mean, basically, and I'm I'm from I'm from Bath originally. So it was it was one of those things where I was like, okay, here's a guy whose films, like I really admire the style of them, but also I can I can clearly see like, you know, he he you know comes from a few towns over from me. Um <laughs> I, I it was one of those things where I could be like, I could I could imagine a trajectory, even if I yeah. you know, never like achieve the same success that someone like Edgar Wright has has achieved, um, I could I could see oh, that's something to aspire to. At least mm. I know that someone has done it, and it seems possible. Um, yeah. So that was um, I think if you look at, back at my very early short films, there's a lot of just trying to steal Edgar Wright's style and ideas. Um, that's kind of where I where I began from. <laughs> yeah god yeah you're really just I mean the only thing that you're kind of
1: progressing on to like I mean I'm always surprised when ever ever I hear that Bath is actually like in Somerset do you know what I mean? uh-huh. like uh, like how did how did you skip that accent like you <laughs> you're so I mean swim, I'm actually. in Bath <laughs> that's, that's, that's how you skip it yeah. that's fair um, but um yeah no I suppose like even that's like For anybody I suppose Like that's Yeah Like you can see it obviously In you know Things that I suppose You create like The T-Cross Stuff like that I remember even like My brother whatever He was trying to get into like There was an A-level That came out just like before I started getting into my A-levels, so which is like moving image charts, kind of like film studies. But I remember him mm-hmm. being like obsessed similarly with like Edgar Wright and like all those transition styles. So I remember like whenever yes. we would watch kind of your videos as well, we are being like, God damn, he's got a good. But like that's, do you know what I mean? It's that kind of appreciation where you're kind of being like, a, ah, I see what you did there, or whatever like this. Um, and then I suppose like, even like on the other kind of aspects of it, like one of my like, like I was interested in, Obviously going into things like different series where, you know, you're quite interested in this like whole array of like science things. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. were you, was there anybody like that that influenced you into that? Or was it just like genuine, like, I'm, I am have a curiosity in this and like, forget, I'm just going <laughs> to get into get into these bits. Or was Edgar I Wright mean... still a huge influence? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Edgar Wright
0: was also the main influence in the science content. Um... Fantastic. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no that that just kind of came out of just like a passion that I found just for learning and being interested in science. This is kind of post school, right? I'd said I'm not going to go to university, but I'm going to teach myself <laughs> some stuff, um, and um, that kind of came more out of um, there's this um, this old TV series called Cosmos, Um which oh, is yeah. by uh, Carl Carl Sagan, mm-hmm. um, who's like one of my well he probably would be my favorite all-time favorite kind of science communicator um that I I just love that show so much and so that in conjunction with kind of having this platform on YouTube where I was like how can I use this for some kind of good well let's let's see if I can try and make this I'm finding myself incredibly interested by all of the science stuff that I'm learning how can I try and um share this knowledge with people share Mm. my excitement for it um with an audience that's not necessarily looking for that, but might find something interesting in it. Um, so that's kind of where that interest in adding the science content to my, um, my YouTube channel came from. And then as I, as I became less and less interested in um, kind of being a, a YouTube personality and sharing my life online, I kind of, um, like near the end of my youtube channel's life cycle that's when i was like okay i'm just gonna see if i can just go all in on the science now for a mm. bit um because <laughs> i don't i don't want to make video books anymore i knew that um i don't want to talk about myself so i can talk about something else and i can yeah. still make make content and we'll, we'll try that for a bit um so that's kind of um you know where where that that came from but um uh yeah, so can't say and ain't for whatever reason.
1: <laughs> yeah, and like I suppose have those like fed into as well, like you know, as you said, like in this kind of new like, well, not even new like kind of what you've been doing over the last like couple of years, like it is hilarious that I feel like I feel, you know, you're probably still, even though you've escaped from YouTube you'll still get dragged into this conversation of YouTube, but like have you right, found yes. like yeah, have you found like even um, those kind of things have still like applied to, you know, the stuff that you're create now whether it's you know any of the short films or features or anything like that like between your any i think creative like just still find those that like niches of like back in you know back in the day or have you kind of like completely like (laughs) find like a whole kind of new creative like influence i suppose as well from moving freaking across the world like
0: (laughs) it's hard not to be continuously kind of like um thinking about you know um yeah, I, trying to look back on my YouTube career and seeing what my skill set actually is, I'm um, trying to figure <laughs> that out and um, trying to critical. see if I could <laughs> um, apply it to um, the stuff that I'm working on uh, currently. Like the last thing, the last big project that I worked on um, was a it, you could you could call it a feature, but it was kind of more of like a, a like a short form show, science fiction show um, that I created uh, called "Don't Look Deeper." Um, and the, all of the episodes for that were 10 minutes each. Hmm. And so, you know, having a background in just doing the, the short films, but also, like, um, coming from early YouTube where there was more... Um, how do I put this? Um It it seemed more important back in YouTube early days to not be wasting people's time, Um, whereas maybe a lot of video bloggers these days don't seem to care about that so much. Um, Wow, Jesus, heatherness, us back in 2007 to be posting uh, a 15-20 minute video blog of you just talking about your criminal life. Absolutely. yeah it just wouldn't happen <laughs> it was how do i how do i get to the point how do i try and be punchy and mm, fit minutes of of talk into um at, like how do i fit 15 minutes of talk into like three minutes like what mm. do i actually need to cut out in order to like get get to a point mm. um so that kind of like interest in like how do you slice away the fat and just get to the good stuff um Mm. that's still very relevant to me now in terms of like the the writing stuff but you're suddenly like how can i get how can i tell an interesting story in in just in just 10 minutes of of screen time um and 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 keep us like what's the kind of story that fits best into that kind of format too Mm. um so it yeah i'm i'm it turns out I did have something of a skill set offshore. <laughs> Who would have thought? Amazing, yeah. <laughs> no, um, I
1: that's probably one of the skills I need to pick up on. Geez, that's why I started off a podcast because I famously <laughs> cannot get to a point as you probably have experienced me trying to ask questions and get to a single point. Um, but on that note, I'll try and get to the next point. Okay, <laughs> this will be my strategy for the rest of it. Yeah, I'm gonna try and like apply your skill set to my own my own thing
0: here okay so well uh... <laughs> I'll, you could say that but then i like i also come from the point of view now of having done twitch for almost a year which is completely on the opposite end yeah it's like how do you stretch you 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 playing a video game out to three hours and try and make it entertaining like that's the complete opposite end of the spectrum um so i respect that too so don't don't feel rushed on my account <laughs> finally god
1: <laughs> yeah see I was actually just learning you in there i just wanted to get your permission to be like connor take your time i've got <laughs> nothing else to do here today yeah so everybody heard it here first yeah it's a uh, confirmation i actually can take my time <laughs> yes three hour, three hour episodes yeah exactly yeah you'll regret it now <laughs> 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 but like i suppose as well from you know youtube filmmaking twitch everything that's kind of happened i'm kind of interested in as well like because you start off in this creative role so young, like, was there ever this kind of, like, did you ever do any, I suppose, character building jobs before getting into these, like, creative roles that maybe informed the person you are today? The things that I'm kind of talking about are, like, if you start about 16, that's usually when people start getting their first jobs. And, you know... Mm-hmm. I find, um, <laughs> those kind of experiences often like, you know, <laughs> humble you <laughs> quite quickly. I don't know if you've had, uh, any, you know, odds and ends kind of jobs like before all this, uh, like, uh, maybe, maybe. In- similarly inspire or like even just kind of give you like a worldview of things i mean charlie i'm sure you can relate me and you picking strawberries for like uncles when we were like eight years old getting like paid like 20 quid after like two weeks of slave labor work i can't say slave labor Jesus Christ, um uh, child labor work uh, <laughs> yeah i'm sure we- you can relate with something like that right
0: I've been, I unfortunately (laughs) have the worst possible answer to this question, which is that no, I didn't do any of it. I started making YouTube videos. It was my first job (laughs) and um, uh, was my only job for a very long time. Um, it, It actually makes me feel odd in hindsight because people do talk so much about um you know i was I was working in bars, and mm. working in shops, like you know I was building up that grit uh I was like you said <laughs> being humbled, and you know on the other end, I was getting popular on the internet um so, <laughs> so I was getting the opposite experience um and trying to i fortunately i think always try to check my myself and check my ego and and stay as grounded as I possibly could um that was something I love. To try and do very early on, um, I'm yeah lucky that I had the ability to do that because um, I, I think through twelve years of YouTube, I, I did manage to retain my soul at the end of the whole thing. Um, Amazing, and... honestly, unheard of. <laughs> yeah, should try and re- retain um, some, uh, yeah, two two feet on the ground. But um, the, honestly, the closest thing that I have is um, the, the the few occasions where I would you know test out can I do a bit of presenting work? Hmm. Like this is, this is an opportunity that is open to me. I don't know if I will like it or not. Hmm. So, but I have the opportunity, so why not try it? So I would do a few, I remember there was a, um, a show that I was going to present called first, first TV, um, (laughs) where I was like one of um, two presenters on it. Um, and that was more, you're in that kind of like, you're in the talent role, right? So you're still mm. being like like pampered uh, and all of that <laughs> stuff. But I remember doing that and um, there was the point in the show where I had to tell kids how to enter a competition to win a scooter. And I just thought, I don't want to have to say these words. <laughs> and I don't have to, like, I've gotten this uh, this gig out of doing my YouTube, but I think I prefer just being my own boss at yeah so uh, a lot of money was spent on producing pilot episodes for that show and then i decided that i didn't want to do it so the whole thing fell apart um um, you know i had to be able to yeah look at myself and be like is is this actually something i want to do and then from Mm. that point onwards i was always very picky about like if i had an opportunity to do that sort of thing is it um is it something I think I would enjoy or maybe I'll enjoy it now or maybe I just need some money, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I suppose that's
1: like a different like way of like even, you know, learning about like yourself or the world or to you know mm-hmm. anything that like, at least you kind of learned, like I can stand my own two feet. I know that like, even, you know, I know what I want to be doing and I kind of know what doesn't suit me where I feel like Mm. I'm still at that point where I'm like, because I've just been like, you know, from odds and ends kind of job to like different wee bits here and there. I'm like, when somebody asks to, you know, do something or something for a job, I'm like, yeah, sweet. I'm 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 money whore. Yeah, here we go. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this is the only thing that's like, has given me a little bit of like self-respect in it where it's my own kind of driven, you know, thing to do rather than me being like, but I remember beforehand, like even I wanted like a little like um I actually worked on uh that uh show that didn't like get worked up. No, imagine that. <laughs> imagine this is like my grievances, just like get in touch with you because I was like, that was supposed to set me up for six months. Um, <laughs> no, but like um I've done kind of little bits of like runner and research work, like in that kind of TV mm-hmm. radio sphere. And I feel like, yeah, you like from those kind of experiences, you're just kinda of, like you just agree to whatever. And you'll kinda of be like, Yeah, this, you know, you're told that this is the kind of stapler that you go up to. So maybe like at least <laughs> at least you, you know, the the hindsight to kinda of go like, well, no, this is like something that I'm not comfortable with rather than just, you know, buying down to the man, yeah, the big shots, whatever else it is. Yeah. <laughs> well yeah,
0: I mean it's an incredibly <laughs> privileged position to be in, to be like, mm. I actually have the opportunity to like do presenting work now. Like, um and I I think you can, um, you know, that's the sort of thing that a lot of people like, I, I I really aspire to do that. I dream of doing that. And once I achieve that, then I'll be happy. And I think I was always able to go, I've achieved this opportunity, but I'm just going to test it out. Like, I'm not yeah. going to say this is actually going to be the thing I want to do. Hmm. I'm going to analyze every moment of this while I'm doing it and, <laughs> and see if it actually is something that makes me happy. I mean, I went through the same process when I was making... Um, making uh my short films because i thought i really thought i wanted to be a director um mm. and then i i made uh i made four short films and um at a certain point as i was thinking about um what i what parts of the process i actually really enjoyed it was always it was always the writing and the editing mm. and the actual being on set will always just stress me out to to no end. Um really? Yeah. I, I, I could <laughs> uh I was just, just always yeah, it was um I, I don't know how directors do it. My partner Emily is a director and she's much better at it than I am. Um <laughs> much more able to stay in, in control of the whole the whole ship. Um and it was it was actually true like people like her and like other friends of mine who are who are focused on directing where I was like I feel like you know I, I feel comfortable with the idea of just Writing something and just doing the story bit. Um, because that was the that was the part I enjoyed the most. Um, although I do still really like editing too. And I feel comfortable being able to say, I'm gonna hand this on to someone else because I don't want the stress of having to shoot this thing. But I also I trust this other person to to do their own thing with a script that I've read. Um so yeah, I'm always looking for that, like you know, checking in with myself and saying what what am I actually enjoying now that I've, now that I've seemingly achieved this goal that I like aspire yeah. to for so long. Let's, let's make sure that this goal is actually fun now that I'm doing it. You know? <laughs> Isn't it like that?
1: Um, I don't know if you've seen this, like a uh, woman on YouTube that like, or not YouTube on Netflix that like tidies up things, but she's like, does it spark joy though? Yes. Like that's <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah I'm, I'm recondoing all of all aspects of my life. My God. Yeah. Wow. Well before your time. Yeah. <laughs> Does it spark joy? We'll find out. Um uh, my, my next kind of like question that I have kind of done here to ask, but I think it's not even worth doing because I just realized everybody it's it's usually I kinda of ask people what's your day-to-day kind of look like? Is there a day the same? And then I remember that we've all essentially been in, you know, a purgatory lockdown. Um mm-hmm. so maybe <laughs> maybe that's not like the healthiest thing to ask. <laughs> but I suppose you're saying like your most days is kinda of like Twitch or I mean doing I Again, I joke, um, like, doing charity work like this on the side, I feel like that's always, Mm -hmm. you know, really
0: nice for people to do, (laughs) you know, come on. Yeah, yeah, I am, I mean, I feel like when I think about, I'll clear my throat, hold on. I was just I was just about to give you a very like bad
1: sounding answer to that. No, it's okay. I understand. This is uh this is a pretty intense question.
0: Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. why I was I like know. maybe maybe I really prepare. shouldn't ask this. Yeah. I <laughs> gotta prepare. Um, oh god. <laughs> when people ask me like what's the day in your life, I always wanna tell them like the best possible version, like the ideal version. It's, it, you know, what it, I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm really ragging on YouTubers today, but whenever a YouTuber films like a day <laughs> in their life, you know it's like, that's not your day. That's like the, <laughs> the most idealized version of, of your day that <laughs> mm, like you could possibly imagine. Oh, what is going on in my throat? <clears> throat> oh,
1: dear. Oh, well, this is really triggering. Yeah,
0: saying, uh, <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. You're not supposed to like... Be even like vaguely sick in any, any way anymore. You're like, oh, I'm across a you know whole ocean from you, and you're still like, oh no, he's coughing, he's coughing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, I have been trying to stay as fit as I can. I have um my exercise bike right over here. Um, I play I play video I games while I exercise most mornings now. Um, I mean, is... it's
1: it's out of shop. But I'm just believing you that there's an exercise I can show there. it to you
0: if you. I mean, no one
1: is gonna see it, but it is. <laughs> okay, now I believe you. Okay, it, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whether yeah, or not you believe <laughs> that I actually use it is a
0: different question. But, my um... one's over there as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, that's that's a uh, that's how I start my days, and then you know on on, on days that I'm twitching, you know most of, most of the day is taken up by just preparing or or making new stuff for for the Twitch streams. I like to make like fun interactive um weird things to to do on twitch i mean i don't know how familiar you are with twitch i feel like most people um know what twitch is but unless they actually like actively watch streamers they don't really understand why anyone would do it or would watch any streamers so yeah like i do get it
1: um i wouldn't probably consume a lot of it like um Mm -hmm. Like, I completely get the appeal of it, though. I mean, j- don't get me wrong, but, like, then that kind of stems back to the kind of, like, YouTube stuff that I, I suppose would have watched. Like, mm-hmm. and then even then, I'm like, man, if that goes on for an hour, Jesus. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it's it's a similar kind of format. I mean, you're playing games and essentially live streaming this and other people are watching and interacting with that as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, I try and make as much, like, um, I try and be as creative with it as I can, which is always mm-hmm. what I try to do with, with um the YouTube content, like a, a kind of a traditional thing that many Twitch streamers will do is if they get a new follower, you'll say hello to the new follower live. It's one of the things you can do on Twitch that you could never do on YouTube. Um, <laughs> it comes with its uh, added issues though, which is that most usernames are hard to pronounce. Um, so <laughs> I, um, I turned it into a, into a game. I like, I spent some time like making um, overlays that would, um, uh, you know, figuring out a brand new program for me and um, which is a, the Open Broadcaster, Open Broadcasting Software, OBS, how it all Mm -hmm. works and I I built a version of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire into my (laughs) Twitch which will pull a username uh, pull the username of the person that followed me most recently and it will appear on screen as Um, you know, how do you pronounce this username? You'll see the username on screen and then you'll have like, who wants to be a millionaire? Who wants to be a millionaire? The four answers, but they're all just the (laughs) username four times. Um, And then I have to try and see if I can figure out how to pronounce it. Um, Stuff like that. It's been a lot of fun for me to just like try and invent and see like, how can you do fun, weird, interesting stuff on, on this platform that other people might just, kind of fall into a routine of just i'm just gonna do the regular twitch thing Mm. of just sitting here and playing games the streamers i enjoy the most the ones that like mess with that format and try and come up with weird (laughs) and interesting stuff and (laughs) and make the sort of interaction with the streamer kind of like as um as fun as as possible yeah Um, you know pressing buttons and making things happen (laughs) on other people's streams it it can be pretty chaotic but
1: yeah um, i would I suppose my only like reference point to that is there's a, a very kind of famous Irish podcaster, but um, Blind Boy podcaster is he's, he's just called Blind Boy, um, mm-hmm. but he would kind of do Twitch streams, <laughs> and he like he's a musician as well, so he would like you know he'd make songs while he's like playing along to whatever game it is, and like mm-hmm. with, like based off like it just constantly be creating like different songs like while it's whatever's playing along and whatever people are feeding into. So I mean, yeah, you do a game show, yeah other sympathies I mean even for this I thought I was going to like try to make it like it's a game show format for doing people and then I just got way too lazy Mm. like I mean so this is why I just asked people what they have done so I can live precariously through that yeah (laughs) 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 fair enough but I suppose like um, maybe from this like you know twitch from you know game show things to like i mean presenting um being a radio one presenter whatever else um have there been any major standout moments that have like came from as you said like such an eclectic i suppose career that like maybe you thought never could have happened are there any kind of standout moments that you know you're like they're pinch me moments when you try to think back to
0: um i uh i mean we we're talking a bit about presenting um I didn't get the gig, but I did. Uh, I did audition to be a CBBC, CBBC presenter, and I remember that they're having a lot of fun doing that. It's one of the, those things where you just like when you have watched something as a kid, and then you kind of like get to have a go at doing that thing you watched as a kid. It's like, well, wow, this is pretty cool. <laughs> like, um, I don't know that that's a necessarily a very well paid gig or anything like that, but it's 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 one of those things where it's just like I could be. I could be that guy that I, yeah. I watched when I was a kid. That that would be fun. It's like um, being like a
1: Blue Peter presenter. You're like, yeah. God. <laughs> yeah.
0: How do we get here? Um, that was that was well, it was it was fun doing it, but it was most fun because I did two auditions for that. One with another human host, and then one with a puppet oh host. Oh, <laughs> I had to. I was, about, I, I was about to say, I was like, what other typos? Host- oh, I know, I know. I was like, I should have just said I did. One with another person and one with a puppet. I don't know why I say human, Um, even though it's technically correct. So, um, but I, I really enjoyed hosting with a puppet. That was for me. That was, that was just like a ton of fun because it just like, um, you essentially just, you know, you have, like, the, the young, pretty people to be CBBC presenters, and then instead of that, you have, you know, me hopefully fulfilling that role, and then you just, like, have, like, a, a 40-year-old, like, guy underneath the desk who's just, like, way funnier and, like, way more interesting and, like, way more talented, and you just, like, get to with like, this puppet, and I, and I was like, this is, this is, I would love this. I would love to do this. Um, so that was a moment. Um, I mean, like, in terms of, like, Life. I, I love that that's your like
1: throwback to like what's like the pinnacle, mate. There's like this puppet. I was like, there's <laughs> off. Oh you know like I feel like after after that everything was downhill, do you know, really like Yeah, I I could say more I guess,
0: but it really it really picked up the puppet. Um... Yeah, it's just plateaued from there. <laughs> I mean um there I mean there's nothing quite I mean this I follows into the question I know you're gonna ask me later about horror stories, but um mm. the moment <laughs> that I had um somebody say yes I will spend an obscene amount of money on this idea for a show that you had mm. um that was one of those things where I was like uh I I feel like for whatever reason film filmmaking feels like a seemingly impossible thing to ever achieve when you're trying to achieve it and having made uh, a show now I could tell you that that is completely accurate it is it's it's wild that anything gets made ever because of how hard it is to make Mm. something like that Um, so it was like this double prong thing where I was like okay I actually get to make this thing that I've wanted to make For such a long time, and actually like achieved that goal, Um, but also
1: imposter syndrome.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I also remember the um, person who signed off on it. Like, it had nothing to do with my YouTube career either. Like, everything that I've achieved um, has like um, post YouTube has kind of been because of YouTube, and much of me being able to make that show came through my YouTube success. But ultimately, Mm. it ended with a person um, saying who had no idea about my youtube who just was looking at a script and hearing a pitch and was like actually i like this story enough that i'm willing to spend lots of money on it and i was like oh th- it has this has to do with the skill that i've been trying to build up yeah and not to do with like being charlie or a cool like or anything like that i was like yeah. oh i can do more than just being a youtuber and that was <laughs> that was a moment where i was like okay um I I could do life now. This is this is good. This was good.
1: <laughs> Up to that point, you weren't really sure. Yeah, you're like, oh, am I doing? This? Can I really do life? And I it took to that. Yeah, yeah. But I suppose that's like, yeah, that's just such a huge thing. I mean, being recognized, and like, well, no, it's not. It's completely opposite from being recognized. Being, you know, trusted enough, and kind of being like the, a person wants to invest. Not in you know, you and what you're known for, and what so many people try to capitalize on. You know, it's like, well, mm-hmm. this is like what, like, I am blah blah, blah like this, like, specifically what you sh- showed him as like, this is a piece of work that I've been working on, and mm-hmm. him going, yeah, that's that, that's why I want to give money to it, like, yes, because of yes. this project, like, Jesus, yeah, can't imagine, like, anybody, like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It, like, I suppose that's kind of just like a pulls you
0: back a little bit, because like, Oh, hey!
1: Maybe I'm not that bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think it's because I, I had had such a a long period where any opportunity that I had um, gotten through YouTube was all in the context of we want to just like take this thing you have and see if we can capitalize on it. Like we want to see if we can get these viewers. We want to see whatever the thing is that you're doing. Can you can you come mm. and do that over here on this show so we can try and pull some of that that in? And so, um, to have that version of it where um none of that mattered and it was just about the ideas i was like yeah that, that i mean it felt very very good uh, uh, yeah, yeah still, i mean you're riding that high
1: yeah i mean working with puppets tv shows that that's that's, that's pretty good you know Starlight moments you know, those are pretty major like um yeah, but like but the yeah, puppet I, though
0: but the puppet <laughs> though
1: <laughs> oh come on <laughs> but it was as well like then from that has there been like any major just like what the fuck kind of moments have like came from anything that you've done or you know things are be like mm, this isn't really what I was like agreeing to when I signed up for this like mm. I don't know because like I like as you said I suppose like even different like gigs that people have, you know they'll be like you're known for this will apply this to some other place has that kind of probably been like one of the most annoying things that you try to detach yourself from this early career maybe or I don't know
0: um, let me, th- let me think about that. Cause I, I was thinking about the question more in terms of, um, the horror story, which was trying to get my show made, which was very difficult. Um, oh, go for that one. That's much less than Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, because yeah, in that, in that vein of, um, it seems impossible that anything ever gets made ever. Um, I think we, so my, my show, Don't Look Deeper, eventually came out on, um, Quibi, which is uh now defunct it was it was one of the losses of 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 2020 it was a uh, like a an, an, an attempt to be um like a, a netflix just for your phone um mm. they, those were the folks who were kind enough to purchase um my show and and spend a lot of money making it um but there was a point where i actually it was like two years before that where um, a completely different platform had also bought the show um and um we were i think we were about a week away from shooting it um oh no yeah we were a week away from shooting it um and we'd like hired like you know when you're a week away like everybody's been hired Um, yeah i think maybe a few actors still needed to be pulled in that we were going to shoot with later but everyone had been cast um i went to the production office and i was hanging out with all of these people who were like coming coming together and working real-, real hard to make this idea that i'd um put my heart and soul into and i was feeling very overwhelmed by the whole thing that this idea i'd had for the show um was giving all of these people jobs um and that this thing was actually going to happen and then i and so we originally sold, sold the show to this platform go go 90 Um, which met the same fate that, um, Quibi ultimately did. Um, and, um, yeah, we, we, uh, we saw a news story that the, the app was, um, had been shut down and I got a phone call from the producers and they said, yeah, we're, we're shutting down production now. Um, and, um. I was the first person to hear about that. I remember leaving the production office, getting that phone call and walking back into the production office and not knowing what to do like am <laughs> I supposed to make an announcement to all these people who are still currently <laughs> trying to work to make this show <laughs> yeah. um so i i pulled i pulled the the lead producer out into the corridor and I told him and then he got a phone call from the producers in l a too and um one of the uh one of the other executive producers who had popped in for to just to like for the day um, she had bought us a, a large bottle of uh, tequila as a as like a this is like a celebration like <laughs> you can like you know great job everyone have some tequila you can have a great time and that was that was the tequila that we all drank uh, when we were just very very sad that our show was not gonna get made um, I, I mean I they did like I, we we were gonna shoot the show in Toronto it ultimately ended up getting shot in um Los Angeles. Um mm. when we did make it for Quibi. Um but yeah, when I I'd like, you know I wanted to move to Toronto anyway, but I was I kind of like pushed forward the move so that I could like be here um yeah. for the, the the shoot. Um so to have the whole thing suddenly crumble apart was yeah, it, I mean I I have not had more heartbreaking moment than that. (laughs) It was, uh, yeah, it was. That was tough. That was tough.
1: I was like so (laughs) expect. I feel like a prick for asking that now i was like no, so no, expected no, good. you know like something like oh yeah when i started to get like recognized like people started like you know treat me different, or like i know like started getting maybe some like trolls and shit online but you're like no something that i put my heart and soul into <laughs> uh, got snatched away from me and a whole production company um yeah wow that's that's a bit more fucking breathing <laughs> The, the um oh, the, the other thing about I'm that sorry is, um, <laughs> sorry no, no, no. <laughs> I'm
0: listen it happened and I'm, and and I ultimately got to make the show and 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 we had the same situation happen right where um we 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 made the show um and it was it was it was bigger and better than it would have been previously um cuz we got we got to write more episodes um we got they they spent about 10 times the budget that we had originally on it um we got to hire you know um catherine hardrick to direct it who did you know uh, twilight and um 13 um and um you know we ended up having like don Cheadle as one of the the leads in our show we had we ended up you know with an actual avenger in, in the show that i you know came up with like five years previously in my head like it was it was wild um And, um, uh, and then, and then six months after Quibi launched, the whole platform collapsed too. (laughs) So I'm not saying that my show is, is cursed, but I mean, there's a possibility that it might be. Um, fortunately the shows are going to end up on, um, on a different, different service. So it's, it's not, the show is not gone and it did get made and I'm very proud of that. Um, but it definitely like, um, and what I also heard was that, um, yes, (laughs) 'Cause um the um I'm I'm like a co creator of the show. I created it with this um chap Jeffrey Lever, who's uh, also one of the uh, co creators of uh, Lost. Um he's like, you know, made real TV for a very long time and he told me um kind of a big deal. Yeah. He told me that um <laughs> the, the the thing where you're a week away from production and then everything falls apart. Um that happens all the time, apparently. Well, the thing that doesn't happen all the time is that suddenly someone else is like, "Yeah, actually I will buy this and I'll spend more money on it and yes, you can have all of these cool people in it so we got we were very lucky that the thing actually got got made at the end um but uh yeah, it just seems like the it it took such a long long time it was such a hard journey to get that that show actually out there um that yes it seems impossible to me that there are any films and TV shows that exist. It's <laughs> just like, it's so, it's so hard to do it. It's, uh... <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what, like, I mean,
1: that's why I've like just started to do this podcast thing. Cause like, honestly, God, it's stressful. Cause I just want to <laughs> chat to people, organize. Yeah. No, yep. oh, not into anymore. I did, I, mean, I, I did my little documentaries in in, in, in uni and then I said, that, that's all I need to work off. That's my portfolio for the rest of my life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose, yeah, highs and lows. I mean, that kind of like, you've kind of answered all in one, like, especially like in that situation. I mean, it comes off like a major fucking like, high and then low and then high and then high. Yes, yes. Rim, mid, mid Midway in between. But I suppose like that maybe like, I I I don't wanna I don't wanna, you know, traumatize you any further with you know <laughs> digging deep into some of your traumas. Um but like I suppose, but. <laughs> <laughs> but, but here it comes <laughs> No 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 I swear it's not. It's just you know what I suppose does the future then hold for you, Charlie? Like is there a five year plan like well, so kind of like, are there any big goals that you want to achieve that you haven't yet? Because I suppose that probably would have been one of the big goals. And, you know, as you said, so many different things. You mean, you like, you represent with Papa, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> uh, making your short films. I mean, making music, Make you know, getting like this whole career set out that essentially, I mean, start off with couldn't convince your granda. Like, it feels like you've ticked off quite a bucket list. But is there anything mm. like that you're still aiming towards or that you're kind of like, oh, this would be class to, you know,
0: achieve, because it seems like you've done like, you've you've done pretty well. <laughs> I have been very fortunate in that I have done a lot of the things that people want to have done. Like, I they, they have I have this, the, I have multiple albums, I have a book, I have the show um, all right, Don't brag I, uh, there's, <laughs> And of course, the pinnacle of it all is, is presenting with that puppet um, <laughs> But, um <laughs> i uh i mean really it's just for me it's just like the next thing that i want and hope to get made like you know i've gone through this process of making my show don't look deeper actually having it done and it's like now i would just it, it feels like an equally difficult to us just to get anything else done in that vein um yeah currently i'm developing a, a feature film um that i can't really talk too much about and i'm very I feel very happy that i'm in a position to have, be working on something that i can't talk about because that means it if something's happening with it, it's not just like a feature that I'm just tootling away on my computer by myself. Um, So yes, there is a feature film that I'm working on that I really am hoping will get made. That's the the thing on the horizon. Um, And then I have i have twitch which is still really just a hobby but i'm um it kind of fulfills that urge of just like okay if i'm going to spend all of this time working on something that, may, that might not ever happen then i also want a fun little creative project that i can work on yeah the, on the side that i I completely <laughs> self-driven i don't have to rely on anyone else i'm just doing it for my own enjoyment more than anything else um so um, it's that's it's kind of dual pronged. I'm really happy with what I'm doing right now. I'm just gonna keep doing doing that basically. <laughs> so we shouldn't like,
1: be expecting like TikToks to be coming out anytime soon. No,
0: none <laughs> um, uh, of the TikToks. Uh, you, we were talking right at the beginning about. I don't want to make you feel old, but I watched used to watch you as a kid. One of the things that really does make me feel old is that I just do not understand TikTok. I just don't. I can't.
1: Ah. Uh- Sir, no, honestly, that I, like, literally, I was the exact same, and it, like, I mean, even me, I'm 22, and I was, like, in this job where they were literally asking me to, like, build up a TikTok account for them, they were, like, this, like, (laughs) media publisher ones, and I was just saying, like, I have no idea, even I feel like, they were choosing me because I was the youngest in the office, and I was saying, I have no idea, like, (laughs) I don't understand this any, like, as much as you do, Um, but I feel like since the lockdown in this whole year, oh, some quality content on it like there's a girl that lives like around the road for me uh, you're talking about you know s- small you know y- what people like getting millions of subscribers or whatever like this people get millions of views like nothing's like I mean if you mm. don't get a million views on something it's like did you even make a TikTok like it's mad right. like it's blowing up crazy um but yeah yeah so i mean in other words yeah you're focused on bigger better things yeah feature phones switch i hear um, you <laughs> yeah.
0: if you can look if you can figure out tiktok uh one of my friends hank hank green he's done very very well on tiktok um he's like 10 years old 10 years my senior right and he's like um yeah he's really he's really figured figured it out and has, has his own niche on it I, I can understand his tiktoks basically um <laughs> But uh so I'm not harshing on TikTok. I really just don't I just I just don't get it. I know I've tried and I, I can also see it as something that is um would just uh suck my attention away. Oh and I'm it's... just I feel like I can I can avoid that if I want to. That would be good. Yeah, but
1: but do you know what it's probably a healthier move? Yeah, it's toxic. Um <laughs> But I suppose just before we finish up, I was hoping to do very very quick fire because I know I've had you on here for so long. Um, but maybe some a little word association game. Basically, I'll just say some words okay. to you, or you know, some phrases, maybe some things, nouns, I don't know. And uh, first thing that pops into your head, um, bear in mind, this is me that I was trying to like think of this about 10 minutes beforehand because I was like, shit, like what, what what can I say that hasn't already been done for it? And this is what I came up with word associations. So, okay, okay, Quality so you're ready. Content. Quality content, yeah. Are you ready? I'm... No, you can't be slow on these. You got it.
0: First thing that comes to mind, okay? Okay, I mean, I'm not ready. And I feel like that's the point. Well, okay, well, well, we'll get there. Okay,
1: so first and foremost, Chameleon Circuit. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you didn't expect this, but it's fun.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's my word. I just, oh dear. I mean, oh I'm dear, remembering- okay. Yeah. T Chronicles. Oh, uh, learning experience. Bath, limestone, <laughs> Beecham Cliff School. Uh formative. <clears throat>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I feel like this is like so uncomfortable for you, but I, I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Who. <laughs> oh, home. Home. Um, com- com- comforting. Home. This is me. Um Well
0: proud. Serial time. Um oh, <laughs> I miss it. <laughs> <laughs> um quality. Um Yorkshire Gold. Oh, brilliant. Toronto. Um actually home. <laughs> <laughs> uh Zelda. Uh, fanboy. <laughs> don't look deeper. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Fun science. Um, oh, I'm an author. Mm. Um, Emily Diana Roof. Uh, 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 my partner.
1: I was expecting some like like, uh, like love out Yeah, jeez I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I do. <laughs> I do love her. have really has but... given you an opportunity here, okay. <laughs> but it's fine. It's okay, it's fine. she won't hear this. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Fender views Oh uh, pinnacle. Pop it even. You're- yeah. <laughs> I was expecting shit show, but I'll I'll I'll, I'll start for a Pinnacle, yeah. Um, no, I'll say Charlie, uh Jay, I appreciate like you coming on here. Me absolutely digging through the traumas of your life. Um I'm sure you obviously enjoy that. But like it's been honestly, very cathartic. <laughs> Jeez, i hope so i mean yeah this is your morning yeah hopefully your day <laughs> goes up from here like i mean the bar is low um, but uh for i mean like jenny i always say this anybody that's ever sitting down with and chatting with like especially this kind of where i started this podcast i just was like forget it, we'll start it out of nowhere we'll see who i get chatting to and i'm lucky enough that you're kind of one of the people that as I said, grew up with and I just took a notion to give you a random email and you were lovely enough to actually get back to me and be like, yeah, let's chat. So honestly, um, thank you so much for like actually just agreeing to chat to
0: another specky kid on the internet. Uh I'm more than happy to. It's always good to... (laughs) ask you know i mean like you never you never know i mean i'm not, I'm saying this in, in in the vein of like oh you it's yeah it, it is a privilege to, for you to be talking to me um i really don't mean that um but um i like um it's it it's it's nice just to just to throw throw it out there into the world and be like I have, I have no expectations of this if this will happen if it does then then great so i'm, yeah. I'm fully supportive of that
1: yeah exactly and i suppose as well like um <laughs> I love doing this at the end because it makes me sound like I'm like I've got some like kind of audience, but there's really like my mom. Um, <laughs> for like anybody that kind of wants to follow whatever you're doing at the moment now, you know whether it's Twitch or you know anything that your net's going to be putting out the next feature film. Do you know what I mean? Where can they find you and where can they you know keep on track with you know Charlie McDowell?
0: What what, what can they what can they like yeah see you on? Well, yeah, I'm most active these days on Twitch and i'm just cool like on twitch i still use twitter a bit also cool like on there and then um, i can't talk about my feature film but i mean hopefully it will be available to watch in uh, i don't know three years <laughs> so i can't really and i don't know where it will be available to watch um in but theaters some... <laughs> if we're going to theaters in three years i don't know <laughs>
1: Either way, we'll keep our eye out on cool like and all the rest of your stuff. Yeah. Well, here, Charlie, go enjoy the rest of your day. And thank you so much again. And yeah. uh, Yeah. I I know. I just wish you best with everything in the future.
0: Thank you very much. You too. Uh, It's been a pleasure. All right, sir. See you later. Bye-bye. All right. (laughs) Bye.
1: Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Interviews. If you enjoyed the episode and would like to support the podcast, please do by giving us a like, share, subscribe, follow and five star rating on whatever listening platform that you are on right now. All of that stuff really does help. Also, if you'd like to get in contact and tell me how I'm getting on, give me some abuse, or give me any suggestions who you would like to hear in the show. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's Finterviews, Finterviews Podcast, Finterviews Pod. You'll find me somewhere where you type in Finterviews online, basically. Until next time, honestly, cheers for listening, and I'll chat to you later. Bye. Bye.